Welcome to Live Your Full Life Now podcast. Hope you're all doing great. And um, we are continuing our teaching on the subject of if God is in control, then why? And each one of us can fill out um, the rest of the sentence, why? But basically, why do bad, evil things happen in this world? Um, And why does God allow it? And is he the source of it? Or um, So these are the questions that we're kind of... um, going over and discussing during the study based on scripture. Um, so during the first and second teachings, I kind of went over what, how did this all start? And if I encourage you, if you haven't listened to those first two teachings, it's kind of uh, builds on top of each other. It's the foundation of this whole teaching. So please start uh, listening to them and then it will make more sense. But just to briefly summarize is uh, remember in the first teaching that Adam and Eve, decided to um, dishonor and disobey God and believe the enemy who was in the form of a serpent and they were deceived by him and pretty much handed the authority over to him. And you might say, well, how did that happen? Well, if you remember, I quoted Romans 6.16 that says, don't you know that when you offer yourselves to someone as obedient slaves, you are slaves of the one you obey, whether you are slaves to sin which leads to death or to obedience, which leads to righteousness. So by them um, deciding to obey um, the enemy and believe him versus God, they became slaves. So, you, you know, he became the master, right? And then I quoted you guys scripture during the second teaching of what Bible calls the enemy. And he says that he has different, you know, they call different names such as Prince of this world, the God of this world, the ruler of this world. You know, Jesus said he's the father of all lies. He's the enemy of God. Um, he leads the whole world astray. And, um, you know, he deceives people. He manipulates the truth. And um, so basically, uh, he definitely has power and authority because the Bible says he does. If, he, if the Bible calls him the God of this world, the king of air, um, then that's, you know, we have decided to believe scripture, right? Believe the word of God. So that's what it says. Um, and so now we're going to continue to talk about um, what does the scripture have to say about his power? How powerful is he? Again, how does God deal with it? And how, what, 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 what are we supposed to do, you know, um, as, as children of God? So I'm just going to be sharing some stories with you guys from the Bible. And obviously, I can't share all the stories, but I will do my best to share as many. And that shows how um, how Jesus dealt with it and uh, how far the power went, actually, the power, the demonic power. And how far did it go? And um, um, how was it, how, again, how Jesus dealt with it and the examples that are set by us in the Bible. So Matthew 4, the first story I want to share with you guys is Matthew 4. Um, and this is, I believe, verses... 1 through 11, and this is when Jesus, remember, um, Jesus was baptized by John, and then he was led into wilderness after he was fasting for 40 days and 40 nights, he was tempted by the devil. So this is the story I'm going to read you guys from the Bible. Again, Matthew 4, so verses 1 through 11, it says, Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. After fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. The tempter came to him and said, If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become bread. Jesus answered, It is written, 
man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city and led and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. If you are the son of God, he said, throw yourself down, for it is written, he will command his angels concerning you, and they will lift you up in their hands, so that you will not strike your foot against the stone. Jesus answered him, it is also written, do not put the Lord your God to test. Again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. All this I will give you, he said, if you will bow down and worship me. Jesus said to him, Away from me, Satan, for it is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Then the devil left him, and the angels came and attended him. So, there's so many different messages in this uh, passage, but for the sake of our study, we're just going to focus on the... Um, pretty much on verses 8 through 11. Uh, so verses, he tempted him in different ways, right? But the last one was, he took him to a high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. So just focus on these words. All the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. And he said, all this I will give you. So let's stop right there. So excuse me, did he own all that to say, it's mine, but I will give it to you? It seems that way, right? And he said, but there's a condition. I will give it to you if you bow down and serve and worship me. You know, if you look up the dictionary, the word of worship, the synonyms with the word worship is honor, adore, devote, dedicate, love, offer, regard, or, um, you know, making it an idol. So the devil was telling Jesus, honor me, dedicate yourself to me, respect me. Regard me as God, adore me, and I will give you this. So again, two points. First of all, that he he owned this. You know, he owned he must have owned it if he said, all this world and its splendor, it's mine. And then he said, I will give it to you if you honor me. So in other words, you know, when we honor somebody, we make him an idol. When we regard him as idol, we pretty much do as they say, right? So he's saying. By honoring me, by making me your God, you become subject to me. You submit yourself to me. You do as I say. Um, you follow me, and I will give you this. And obviously, Jesus knew, you know, what Satan is up to. Um, he wasn't deceived. He was the Son of God, and he said, "Away from me!" You know, we are supposed to worship God only. Um, so right there, it says that the enemy definitely had some power, right? Okay, another. Um, scripture passage that I want to share with you guys is Mark 5, 1 through 13, which talks about um, when Jesus came across uh, people that were demon possessed or that demon had an, inflicted them with any kind of sickness and disease, how he handled it. And this is in Mark 5, 1 through 13. It says they went across the lake to the region of uh, Gerasenes. When Jesus got out of the boat, a man with an impure spirit came from the tombs to meet him. This man lived in the tombs and no one could bind him anymore, not even with a chain. For he had often been chained hand and foot, but he tore the chains apart and broke the irons on his feet. No one was strong enough to subdue him. Night and day among the tombs and in the hills, he would cry out and cut himself with stones. When Jesus, when, 
excuse me, when he saw Jesus from a distance, he ran and fell on his knees in front of him. He shouted at the top of his voice, what do you want with me, Jesus, son of the most high God? In God's name, don't torture me. For Jesus had said to him, come out of this man, you impure spirit. Then Jesus asked him, what is your name? My name is Legion, he replied, for we are many. And he begged Jesus again and again not to send them out of the area. A large herd of pigs was feeding on the nearby hillside. The demons begged Jesus, send us among the pigs, allow us to go into them. He gave them permission and the impure spirits came out and went into the pigs. The herd, about 2,000 in number, rushed down the steep bank into the lake and were drowned. Those tending the pigs ran off and reported this in the town and countryside. So this is Mark 5, 1 through 13. So it's obvious that people can be demon-possessed. Like this man was not in control of his mind and his body anymore. Uh, there, were, <laughs> there were many demons um, that had um, indwelt in him, right? And were torturing him. But they recognized the Spirit of God. They recognized the Son of God. And they were afraid. And they came and begged him. And they were, because they had to submit to whatever Jesus said, right? So they recognized, uh, they recognized who Jesus was and they were afraid. And they, again, the messages, they had to, sub, they had to do exactly what he said to them. And what did Jesus do? He rebuked them out of that man. So that man can have a sound mind again and be normal again. And they wanted to still possess something. They just didn't, you know, spirits want to possess a body. Because they need a body to do something. They can't do anything by themselves. So they ask, well, anything, like, let us go into these pigs. And what do pigs do? It looks like they want to commit a suicide. Um, so that's another story um, that shows how Jesus dealt with it. When he came across a demon-possessed man, he, take authority, he took authority over them. And they, he knew who he is. And he, they knew who he is. And they knew that they had no choice. Um, there's other stories that I would like to share with you guys um, to show you scripture based on um, how, again, um, the demonic evil spirits affect people and, um, uh, and how people are influenced by it. And what choice do we have as children of God um, to come against it or not to be affected by it? Do we have any power? Uh, do we have any authority? Um, does God help us in those times? Like uh, all that, I think is kind of all very ambiguous among Christians and Christian faith. And I honestly think it's not talked about into churches. Um, um, but it, it, I do believe people, people have questions and because of the confusion, they don't want to uh, come near to God and find out more about him. Then I do believe that's the time where these, um, these um, subjects need to be explored and explained so people can understand how that works. But again, if, if, if we're looking for every, every single of our questions to be answered, and if it's not answered because we can't understand, then we're not going to go close to God. That's the wrong mentality because some things, again, will, you know, while we're on earth will not be answered and we won't have the answer to. We just, when we get to heaven, we can ask God, can you explain this to me? Because it didn't make sense to me while I was on earth. Uh, but a lot of things we can get answers to from scripture. So I think I'm going to stop right here, but please continue to listen to this teaching because I will be sharing with you guys stories from the Bible. So it, it becomes more and more clear how much power do they have? How do they exercise? 
um, you know, and how does evil come against people? And as children of God, of God again, uh, how God protects his children or does he let them go through trials and suffer? And if he does, why? So we're going to, again, be talking about all that. So until the next teaching, God be with you and God bless you.